This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. I got an amazing product for my kings and queens who love some cannabis. I enjoy the occasional joint once in a while. And if you want to maintain the flower that you're buying, this is the product for you. Integra Specialty Products brings you plant-based solutions for top-tier cannabis storage and packaging with two-way humidity control packs. Ensure the freshness, potency, and quality of your cannabis with Boost plant-based solutions that only puts in pure water vapor into your dried-out buds. It's ideal for flower, pre-rolls, and edibles. They offer a harmonious balance of convenience and freshness. For more information, check them out at www.integra.com boost.com or at Integra Herbal on Instagram. Use code LOWLIFE at checkout for 15% off your next purchase online at www.integraboost.com. Hola, bienvenidos, buongiorno, mi gente, feliz Navidad. Welcome to a brand spanking new episode of the Low Life Podcast, coming to you live from the North Pole, Santa's Village. <laughs> I'm your flaming hot and spicy, seasonally depressed, eggnog drinking, tamale craven, hot mess of a host, Lorenzo von Rumpf. And I'm so happy to be here with you today. There is no place I'd rather be than right here with my low lifers. I hope you're having a great day and a beautiful week so far. But if you're going through it right now, if you're feeling depressed, if you're listening to this and you're just feeling like you're in a dark place, anxious, overwhelmed, the stressors of the holidays are kicking in, seasonal depression is real. If you're going through it right now, don't you worry, boo-boo. Don't you fret. You have come to the right place. We're about to turn that frown upside down. We've got a great show in store for you today. Oh, this one's definitely going to put a smile on your face. This is such a feel-good episode. A very special holiday edition of the Low Life Podcast. Oh, I love this conversation. When it comes to the holidays, it's a really special time of year, but I also know for most people, myself included, it's a really heavy time, and a lot of people are going through it right now and just white-knuckling it, waiting for the holiday season to be over. I completely understand if you're in that boat right now. You'll still love this episode. Even if you're not into Christmas, you're going to love this one. I promise you that. But I get why people feel a bit stressed and anxious or can get really sad and depressed around the holidays, myself included, because... I decorate and I get so excited to celebrate Christmas and we're all into the tree and, and making the house beautiful. But truth be told, it's a coping mechanism. Full transparency, I'm doing that to keep the darkness at bay. That's why I love celebrating Christmas and I throw myself into the season. Mexican Martha Stewart over here, one, I love to get crafty. I like to be creative. I'm artistic. I like to decorate. I'm good at it. I feel confident about it. But also, it's very healing. It's therapeutic for me. So we started this tradition in our family of monochromatic Christmas trees, and we decorate everything in a very specific color theme every year. And I know some people just looking in would think, oh, that's so bougie. Oh, that's so over the top. That's so extra. And I've had friends in the past who have talked shit about our Christmas themes, and I was like, oh, hurtful people. But the origin story of why we even do that is to keep our family together because we've experienced so much loss. I remember 15 years ago, that's when this tradition started. My Nana died unexpectedly. She was 61 years old. She shouldn't have died. It was something that was so unexpected. It completely gutted our family. She died November 9th, right before the holidays. And we didn't even want to celebrate Thanksgiving or Christmas after that. We were just so sad, depressed, and shell-shocked as a family to lose the matriarch of our family. She really was the heartbeat, the nucleus. And so to not have her for Christmas, it was a really tough one. And so naturally with death, as you know, it could really divide a family. Families are tore apart when it comes to losing family members. 
oh, it's so sad. And so that could have easily happened with our family. I could see that happening for us. But the queen came up with an idea of celebrating Christmas that year, but honoring and celebrating my Nana's life. And so she loved the color purple. She was obsessed with purple. She loved lavender and lilacs. I wish you guys could meet her. You would love her. My Nana was so funny. She was absolutely beautiful. She had a great sense of humor. She was like the Mexican Dolly Parton, truly. (laughs) She was so over the top, so glamorous. She was my best friend. I was obsessed with her. And I have no regrets from losing her. The only regret I will ever have is that we lost her too soon. But I spent so much time with her. I love that woman so hard. Oh, we were just thick as thieves. And I wish you could meet her because I know you would fall in love with her on this podcast. She would be hilarious to have on the show. And so that year that we had lost her, we decorated everything in purple. The tree, the fireplace, uh, the banisters going up the stairs. All the gifts were in purple. We put pictures of her all throughout the tree. We put her favorite flowers in the tree. Oh, it was beautiful and so therapeutic because it gave us a chance to really celebrate her. And the holiday became a time for us to reflect and grieve together. It really brought us together as a family. And so we've experienced more loss since then. Unfortunately, my mom lost her brother, her baby brother. That's who we're honoring this year. Uh, We've also lost my uncle, her older brother. And we've just experienced a lot of loss, family members, friends, our fur babies. And so it's really tough as a family to keep the joy alive and to be happy when we keep losing people. We've experienced a lot of death as a family. And so we have these opportunities to celebrate our family members with a monochromatic Christmas tree. And so I love this tradition. Everybody in the family gets really into it. And so this year I had you decide on the color. It was between yellow and orange, my uncle's two favorite colors. We could have done both colors, but I know the queen really wanted to keep it monochromatic. And so I'm glad you guys ended up voting on yellow, which I was a little nervous about because I'm like, oh God, we've done every color you could imagine, but never a yellow Christmas because it felt like such a challenge. Like, is that going to look chic? Is that going to look beautiful? I don't know. There's so many different variations of yellow, Arizona yellow, that bright Ikea type yellow. Like, I don't want the tree to have like a Crayola crayon type of a vibe, like that type of a bright yellow. But also if we went with sunflowers, that's more of like an orangey type yellow, which could end up reading like Velveeta cheese. So (laughs) I was just nervous about it. But you know what? It has turned out beautiful. I love it. It's a challenge, a design challenge for me. And I get super into it because I am a Mexican Martha Stewart over here. I love arts and crafts. I love decorating, designing. It's a great creative outlet for me. But most importantly, it's very healing, it's therapeutic, and it brings the family together. And so I love doing that. I'm excited for the holidays because I'm able to celebrate with my family and pour our hearts and energy into a very specific theme. And so the unveiling of the yellow Christmas tree is going to be on Christmas Day. So stay tuned for that on Instagram. I'm still finishing up the tree. I got to fill it with fresh eucalyptus. I'm adding fresh yellow roses to it. Oh, it's going to be freaking stunning. But we've been a little bit delayed on getting everything done this year because the queen has been sick. She had pneumonia. She still has pneumonia, actually. She's been down for four weeks. And so her energy has been at an all-time low. Pneumonia is not something you could mess with. And so thank you for the thoughts and prayers and sending good energy her way because it has been scary having her sick and she's been down and and just feeling like complete shit. And so a lot of bed rest, uh, antibiotics, and she's just been taking it one day at a time. She's feeling a little bit better. I'd say she's probably like 50% better, but she still has a long road ahead of her. And so because of that, we were a little bit delayed on getting the tree up. And also tamales, that's another tradition we have in our family. Making tamales. Oh, I love a delicious chile relleno tamale. We make pork tamales. I'm not down for the pork life. 
They are really good, but I don't eat pork anymore. Uh, we do chicken tamales, tamales de pollo verde with like this delicious green chili sauce. Oh my God. My mouth's watering just thinking about these tamales. They're so good. And I'm so happy the queen still made them this year. Even though she's not feeling great, she pulled through and was still able to make tamales this year. So we're handing them out to our friends and family. Which brings me to my mental health score this week. Right now in this very moment with you, mental health-wise, I'm going to rate it a solid 8.1 out of 10, which is pretty high. But to be fair, earlier this week, it was a solid 4.5. So (laughs) I was feeling so depressed and sad. And oh, I've been going through it, not only with my mom being sick, which just stresses me out and makes me feel super anxious, but also with friend stuff I'm going through. Oh, it's been heavy and exhausting and dealing with toxic friends who haven't been the nicest to me while on top of that, having to work and of course, prepare for the holidays. And I want to be there for the queen and, and make sure I'm also taking care of little Shamu, my little pug of love. Which, by the way, I'm so grateful for our little fur babies. I'll be crying in bed and little Shamu comes up and just licks my tears. And then, of course, he's jumping all over the bed. He can't sleep with me yet. I want him to. I want him to cuddle up and be in bed with me. But he just has too much energy. He has his own little crate area with pillows and everything. And so he sleeps in there. I try to get him to sleep with me, but as soon as he hits the bed, he is just jumping all over and he's so excited and literally cannot calm down, which is really precious. But when I'm really sad and I'm feeling it, he is such a ray of light. Oh, he definitely keeps the darkness at bay. Little Shamu. Oh, my little pug of love. I love him so much. Dogs are amazing. Animals, fur babies in general, cats, dogs, iguanas, whatever the hell you have. We are so fortunate to have them. We don't deserve our fur babies. They are pure light and beautiful energy which is the perfect segue into this week's very special Christmas edition episode of the podcast. This is a light, easy, breezy, fun conversation that will definitely put a smile on your face. I wanted to have this conversation with one of my best girlfriends, Lexi, because she actually doesn't love Christmas. (laughs) So I love the dichotomy, the contrast of her not loving Christmas and me being Mr. Christmas over here. So I'm Santa Claus. She's definitely the Grinch. But what I love about this conversation is we're breaking down gifts. It's our ultimate gift guide. We're talking about the holidays, what to get people. If you're on a budget, some thoughtful gift ideas. I will say, even though this episode, we're talking a lot about gifts and the worst gift we've received, the best gifts we've ever received. I know there's such an emphasis on consumerism, capitalism, buying gifts. There's a lot of pressure to buy people gifts this holiday season, people at work, and oh, it's a lot. So as much as I love giving gifts and receiving them because it is my love language, I also have to remind myself that gifts are great, but what really matters is how you make people feel, the time you spend with people, if you keep your word, if they can trust you, if they could count on you. That truly is the gift. If you're able to be a good person in somebody's life and be there for them, show up for the people that you love, that is the most valuable gift. Your energy, your time, being good to those that you love, that truly is the best gift you can give to somebody. And so I know there's a lot of people get super into gifts and myself included. I do love you know, gift wrapping and all that stuff. But in the grand scheme of things, if you're really looking at your life, you're not going to remember the price of the gift or that really expensive Gucci bag. It doesn't matter how many hours you worked or what your salary is or how expensive and bougie the gift is. None of that shit really matters. It's all material. You're not going to take any of that with you when you die. And so, yes, it's fun. It feels good to give people gifts. But truly, the most important gift is being alive, your health, being present. Your presence is the present, truly. 
So if you don't have a lot of money to spend right now, or you're not someone who's down to give gifts this year because you have too much on your plate, a lot of people are in that position right now. Don't you worry. We have some great thoughtful type of gifts that you can give this holiday season. Lex and I break it all down for you, how much people are spending, giving gifts on a budget, really thoughtful gifts. If you don't really know somebody that well, but you want to be thoughtful and show that you care, it's more of a gesture type gift that's not a coffee mug filled with Hershey Kisses. (laughs) Something a little bit more creative. We have some great ideas for you on this podcast. We also talk about our favorite holiday treats, our favorite Christmas songs. Yes, I made Lexi pick a favorite Christmas song, even though she is not about Christmas music at all because she worked in retail. <laughs> so now she's like, I'm not about that music anymore, but I love me a good Christmas jingle. I love Christmas music. And so we talk about our favorite music, holiday traditions. Oh, this episode feels like a shot of serotonin right to the ass cheek. It is good for the soul. I'm so happy you are here for this conversation. Buckle up, putas. We are on our way to the North Pole. Strap your ass in. It's time to go to Santa's little Mexican village. (laughs) So without further ado, let's jump into this week's very special holiday edition of the Low Life Podcast. Feliz Navidad, putas. Hit it. It's almost time for Santa Claus to come into your home when or you're Krampus. sleeping. Who? Krampus. What the hell is that? I don't know. It's like the monster. Krampus? Instead of Santa Claus, Krampus comes and gets you. I don't know. I've never even heard of that term. What? It's a German thing. They have like Krampus parade. Like the Oogie Boogie Man from Nightmare Before Christmas? I think. It like eats you if you're a bad kid. I know Krampus is you a You had that in the because- holster. Yeah, Krampus. <laughs> I was like, I've never heard of that in my life. It's a scary movie. Oh, it's a movie. It's a movie, but it's from a German German tale. A German proverb. Yeah. Okay. Kind of like Santa Claus. That's a German dude too. Yeah. Krampus is a Central European half goat, half demon monster that punishes misbehaving children at Christmas time. Oh, like Satan. Yeah. Half man, half goat. A centaur. Centaur. That's like a weird dream I've had, like a sex dream. (laughs) I had sex with a half man. Not Santa Claus? Half horse. You didn't want Santa Claus to come knock on your chimney? I'm not into Santa Claus. No? No, like like that type. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to sit on her? Have Santa sit on my face? (laughs) No. If he has so much hair on his chin, I wonder how much hair he has in between those cheeks. Oh my (laughs) God. (laughs) I'm disgusted. You're ruining, single-handedly ruining Christmas just in time (laughs) for the holiday. Thank you, Lexi. I bet you Santa's cheeks, (laughs) those clapping cheeks. I bet you that bussy is hairy. Hard Y. <laughs> and white. <laughs> Super white. Yeah. Goat's beard. Um, not into it, but um, I'm down for that centaur uh, crap and Chris. What's his name? Krampus. Krampus. Yeah. We're going to watch Krampus when we get done. I would love that. Okay, Lexi, because the holidays are coming up, we want to help the low lifers out with some holiday gifts. And okay. so gift giving, well, we don't really do crazy gifts in our family anymore. But for a lot of people, they still are Christmas shopping, doing last minute Christmas shopping. And so we have like a little gift guide that we're going to do for them. 
Yeah. That's what this is. A gift guide. Let's do it. Should you take this advice? Probably not. No. No. (laughs) Is it the worst advice? Maybe. No, I think we actually have good advice. Okay. So how much do you think you should spend on the average gift for a family member? Like let's say an immediate family member, you could throw extended in there. No, it's different. Like Like a brother and a cousin? They're so different. What I buy for my sister, I would never get for my cousin. Fair. So then you're saying you're going to spend more, obviously, on your sister? Yes. So how much are we spending? Ooh, see, that's hard because I save up. I don't really give good birthday gifts, but I do give good Christmas gifts. That's where that's where the Saint limit- Lexi shows up. Yes. This is where I thrive. Well, so here's the thing too. What I think is expensive for a gift, someone else thinks that's cheap or very expensive yes. or way overpriced. So like for me, I think for- I don't know, for an immediate family member, why it's been... So for your mom. Oh, well, that, for example. come on now. Okay, so for your mom. For the, there is, the limit does not exist. The limit does not exist. The limit does not exist. Same. Yeah. yeah. I will spend whatever I can afford, but thank God my mom's not crazy about gifts. You know, she buys herself whatever she wants and then I give her stuff throughout the year too. And so we're not huge with gifts for each other, but back in the day when we weren't, giving ourselves what we wanted. Oh, I was taking care of the queen because I worked for Louis Vuitton and Burberry. So I was, she has so many bags. I would always get her a fancy bag. So that could be thousands of dollars. Woo! Oh yeah, sure. For the queen? Money bag. Does not exist when it comes to her. My dad, $20 gift card (laughs) (laughs) to Sizzler. You know what? That's really interesting because I feel like moms are always forgotten at Christmas. And dads are the ones- that usually get the gifts because the mom buys the dad the gift usually for herself or the kid, but- Like the mom is the primary shopper. Yes. Oh, so yeah, the dad's getting spoiled because he's getting the gifts from the kids and he's getting the gift from his partner, his wife. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, no, in our family, the queen makes out for Christmas. No, we all like, I, I just care the most about getting a gift for her, but I do get a nice gift for my dad too. I feel like men are harder to buy for. My dad is so not fun to shop for though. Like what would be your typical gift? Clothes? No, no, not clothes. No, I, surprisingly, we think because I'm a stylist, I get other members of my family clothes, but for my mom, I'll usually get her like, my mom loves bags, jewelry, yeah, anything shiny. It could be from Zara or it could be Harry Winston. It doesn't matter. It's If it's shiny and she can wear it and it's cute. She loves like costume jewelry and fine everything. So it's fun to shop for someone like that because genuinely, if I like farted in a bag and oh. put a little XOXO queen, love you, queen would be like, oh, it's your scent, mijo. Thank you. Like she doesn't care. She's so appreciative of everything. And so my dad, no. I've spent so much money on my dad and it's like, ah, do you have the return receipt? I just, I don't know if I'll use this. Or I bought my dad like a really expensive coat or something. And he's like, like he'd rather just have the money. He's, he's never yes. excited about yeah. it. And That's true. And so it makes me never want to buy him a gift. <laughs> no, Why don't you just buy him what he wants, Lo? A gift card is what he okay. wants. He wants to make it the choice for himself. I've learned that. So now that's what I do with my dad is I give him a gift of experience or a gift card because he genuinely loves that. And I know some people aren't about gift cards. Like they don't like to give them, but some people actually love receiving them. So I don't think gift cards are shitty. Yeah, no, I love a gift card. Oh, you do too? Yes, because then you can pick what you want. I hate when people pick gifts for me 
but they don't know me that well. So then it's probably something that I'm not going to like or use. And that's the worst because it feels wasteful. Yeah. If they give you a gift card, people sometimes feel like it's a bit impersonal. So that's why some people don't like to give them because they're like, oh, it feels like you're taking the easy route and just giving a gift card. But No, that's the best route. I think most people do love a gift card. Yeah. Especially if it's personal. Like if I know it's a place you like to go. Yes. It's great. Or a restaurant you frequent. Like that's thoughtful too. Yeah. I love a gift card. Okay. So how much are we spending? What's the price? I've been trying to avoid. I know. Well, (laughs) so, okay. I went for thousands for my mom or my dad, but like realistically for like a normal, like this year, I'll spend like a hundred bucks, hundred bucks, maybe $200 on each parent. And, but we're, we're spending so much on the decor and the food. Like there's so many other expenses that we all kind of take care of in our family. So it's like, we end up spending quite a bit to be honest, but like, it's just not honest. I think we're lucky though, because you're an only child. And I have a very, very small family. So I don't have that many people to buy for. So my limit is higher, higher than yours, (laughs) but it's higher. But what if that person has three sisters or, you know, three siblings? It's so That's where it gets. Because like, there are some years I remember when like $50 for a person seemed like a lot to me. A million dollars. Yeah, and now a hundred dollars is I feel like two pennies rubbed together. No. <laughs> oh my God. If someone gives me a hundred dollar gift card, I'm like, damn, that's like really nice. Very generous. Yeah. To but this day. on I feel like on the gifting end, I always feel bad giving a hundred dollars or seventy-five dollars. Why? Why you feel bad giving that? Because I feel like everything's so expensive now, you can't get anything for a hundred dollars. Oh. iPhone, like when I was younger, yeah, I get it. you know, like I could go shop at, I don't know, Rainbow and get an outfit for $30. Now you can't even get a shirt for $30, I feel like. Yeah. Well, it depends on where you're shopping, but like True. if you go to like any department store, like a Nordstrom, $30 yeah. is going to get you nowhere. Yes. Yeah. I could have a chocolate, maybe. I don't know. Nothing much. But I look at getting a gift card for like someone gave me a gift card for $50 for Nordstrom. What I wanted there was like $300. So I was like, oh, that's awesome. I got 50 bucks off of it. Yeah. It's like, it does yeah, put something towards I it. I don't know. I, I a think friend, 50 I would, or 75 is very generous. Yes. Yeah. I think a friend, 25 to 50, if they're like a close friend, like my best friend, I would give 25 to 50. You can just Venmo that to me. No, they want a <laughs> gift. They want a gift, Lo. I want. You to just Venmo me. Sorry, too late. Fifty dollars on Christmas Sorry, morning. Sorry, too late. <laughs> no, for friends again, it's so hard. It just depends. Like each situation is different, but I guess fifty, seventy-five, hundred. Like some friends of mine, they're, they're like, let's just do a thoughtful gift. Like you and I are going to do like an experience, which is yes. great. Yeah. Um, Lexi and I for each other for Christmas is we want to have a bender. We want to. Just rent a crack den, do drugs. No. <laughs> when I say bender, people go right to drugs. Yes. But like, no, we mean like a sloth bender doing the absolute bare minimum. And so like Lexi and I bonded over the fact that we both recharge from something I've learned now is a term that Lexi and I both do. It's called bed rotting. <laughs> Rot girl winter. <laughs> yeah, a rot girl winter. And so we're both your typical 
bed rotters. And so because we like to uh, basically recharge in bed or just watch movies and like decompress. We both love movies. I think that's yes. also something that we connected on. Yeah. And all types. Like I, you show me some 1995 <laughs> classic and I'm like, I'm here for it. I love it. Old movies, like any type of movie I'm down for. And so those are like the best when you could recharge. And so we tried to do it a couple times. And then I got to your place at like six or 7 PM. Yeah. So it was basically like dinner and a movie. No, that's not proper no. bed rotting. It starts early. Get those covers. Get the freaking blinds. A day dedicated out. to rotting. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Ordering some food, doing the absolute bare minimum, and just binge watching. We'll watch porn. We can watch whatever. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Imagine we'll watch weird porn. This is going to become a video of like Aladdin with his dick out. I just know it right next to my face. <laughs> no, we could, I would be down to watch like some of your favorite movies because you have some real. But so do you. I feel like we need to do like a. One off. Yes. Yeah. You pick one. I pick one. That one that you were showing me with uh, Charlize Theron. Devil's Advocate. Yes. Love it. We need to finish it. Yeah. There's so many good movies out right now, though. So we have tons like of actual, content to yeah, yeah. catch Like up in on. the movie theater. Yes. In yeah. the movie theater. But also things are coming out so fast. You can get them on iTunes like tomorrow. Yeah. So. Oh, my God. That's true. It's moving quick. We'll do another review, like the Barbie review. Yes. Okay. So we want to help people out with gifts. I don't know if we've been any help so far. <laughs> but um, <laughs> let's do, okay. What's a good luxury gift? If you want to splurge on somebody, a really good, like, fancy gift, if you have you know, some extra coin, you want to treat someone in your family, someone special to a fancy gift. Would you go for something like designer or like fancy fragrance? I think if you want to show out, I'm going to be show very specific out. Okay, just because I have one. It's an aura ring. You know how like Fitbits used to be the craze for a while. I had a Fitbit. I still or do actually. Or like an Apple Watch. Yeah. So I got really into watching everything that I was doing, like how many steps I was taking, how many hours I was sleeping or whatever. And the Apple Watch, I couldn't wear certain times. I couldn't wear all the time. I couldn't wear when I was sleeping, but the Aura Ring you can wear all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, this sounds like an ad. I feel so, so bad. But I've had so, I've told so many people about it and everyone is so interested. I want one. And I feel like it's, I mean, it's not cheap, but oh, they, I think it's They're like 300 bucks, it. aren't they? Yeah, 300 to like 450, I think. It's a beautiful gold band, goes around your finger and basically yeah. is like a Fitbit for your finger. It's a computer and a ring. It's amazing. And so, yeah, and it and looks super chic. And I wear it during chic. work and everything. Everyone just thinks it's a regular ring. I, I love, because the one that like goes around your wrist, I've worn them, uh, Fitbit, and there's another one. I forgot the name of it, but yeah, no, it's not the vibe. I like the Aura Ring. Yeah. It does great. That's what I would recommend that's for a great, my luxury that's gift. That's a great luxury gift for anybody. Yes. Men, women. I, you said it's very really specific, but I feel like that's such a good general guideline for anybody. Like yeah. if you don't know what to get someone and you want to like ball out, I don't know why you'd want to ball out on them if you don't really know them. True, it's true. questionable. Like I would do it for my sister that's like working out a lot. Yeah. Something like that. Even if someone who doesn't work out, I'd be stoked to get that if I was a... Well, I am a regular well, just bed wants rotter. to like stay consistent I want to rot on in bed knowing. With my ring on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to say just staying consistent on like knowing where you're at. So I'm a really bad sleeper. So this is great for that. It really keeps me in check on how many hours I sleep when I'm not talking to you till three o'clock in the morning. Jesus. I know. <laughs> God. On a phone bender. 
<sighs> what about you? My number one luxury gift is kind of similar to yours. It's on the electronic side, but I would go for like fancy headphones, like Apple headphones or well, the AirPods. People love those. But right now people are switching up to like the new headphones from Apple. Yeah, I just got them. Yeah. I didn't like open them? the box. I haven't opened them. Oh, you haven't tried them. them yet? No, I have not opened them yet. Oh. But I like them better because I think putting something inside of my ear, it's been hurting my ear. So having something over my ears might help me a little bit better. Yeah. There are all these studies that have come out about uh, AirPods and how they actually could do a lot more damage than good to not only your hearing, but also it fucks up with your eardrum and people have experienced weird ringing noises there's a lot of research that are showing how bad AirPods can be for your actual hearing. The hearing loss is a big red flag. So yeah. try the, what do you call those? Over the ear? Sure. Classic yeah. headphone. Yes. So I think that would be a great luxury gift. Something like that or like a Fitbit type of a thing or a ring. I love that. Electronic is very easy. Mm-hmm. I feel like it can go for anyone. Oh, or another good luxury gift is like a fancy spa day. Love it. Always. A massage, a facial, yes. anything. Even for the person who's not into that, doesn't matter. Gift them that and they will learn to love it once they experience it. I think everyone secretly loves to get rubbed down a little bit. Yeah. Pampered. Oh, it's the best. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed and shedding? Since having kids, have you started seeing a little bit more of your scalp? Has menopause impacted your hormones and your hairline? When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted whole-body approach. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement, with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. I'm excited to have Nutrafol as a sponsor because I use it. I love it. I'm a big fan of this company. I've noticed a big difference in my skin, nails, hair. Even my sleep has improved since I started taking this. Now I have the queen taking it too, and it has been a game changer for her hair. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code LOWLIFE. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code LOWLIFE. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code LOWLIFE. I'm all about leveling up with my low lifers this year. As a fashion stylist, the first place I want to start, of course, is leveling up your closet. But I don't want you to break the bank. You don't got to spend a lot of money, honey. Design on a dime, boo. You can still elevate your closet on a budget. We want you to save some money here. So I'm happy to have Quince as a sponsor. They are here for us. They're going to take good care of us. At Quince, I get high-end, versatile pieces at affordable prices. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Oh, they're amazing. I bought these beautiful silk pillowcases for my bed. I got a cute jacket, a cozy cashmere cardigan, and navy blue joggers I'm obsessed with. These are staple pieces for my closet that will not go out of style. And I was able to save some money. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash lowlife for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash lowlife to get free shipping and 365-day returns, quince.com slash lowlife. We also need to help people with a fun and easy gift, like if you don't really know a person that well. Okay. Okay, a fun, easy gift. My go-to oh, is- Oh, you have one. I do, is okay. a board game. 
That's actually the first gift I got my oh. mother-in-law when I met her was a bundle of board games. Oh, that's I feel cute. like anyone can play them. It's an easy thing to give and it just makes for a fun night because you can play it like right then. And even if they already have the game, I love having doubles. Really? Yeah, I don't mind having doubles. Just because if one gets a little dogged out, like we have catchphrase. Oh, yeah, It's been okay. used and abused for years. It's like, let's get a fresh catchphrase in yes. there. We have that one from that one friend who gave me one as a gift and I loved it. Thank you, Lexi. Could have been you. I don't remember, but I like having duplicates. Okay. So that's a great gift. The gift of games. Love it. Makes you laugh. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's a gift that lasts forever because she still says when people come over, they play those games. See, love it. And then it also kind of opens the door. It's like, let's hang out again. Let's have a game night. Yes. There we go. Yeah. Cute gifts. What's but, the best gift you've ever received in your miserable life? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a favorite gift you've ever received? It doesn't have to just be for Christmas, just in general. It actually came from my husband. It wasn't a Christmas gift, but on our first date... We went to the fair and he gifted me a funnel cake maker. Oh, I that's thought it was so, so cute. Sweet. We've actually made funnel cakes with that little kit. So you guys are at the fair together and in no, his it was trunk. Before. He had, okay. <laughs> We're going to make some funnel cakes at the fair. No, I thought like <laughs> he already knew he was going to give you a funnel cake maker when you guys were leaving the fair. Yes, for the fair. Like, here's a hint of where we're going. Oh, that's the way he did it. Yeah. Oh, that's, wow. That's really cute. I know. Very and extra. I'll never forget it. That it was the best. Very thoughtful. Yeah. And then you married him like a week later. <laughs> <laughs> I married him not a week later. How long? I mean, it didn't take long though. No. No. We were talking about it the other day. A little over a year. Oh, okay. I thought it was like, like a, a year I thought it was a few months. No. <laughs> I did. I don't know why I thought it was like three or four months. This is not love is blind. <laughs> I thought it was. Okay. So it was like over a year, a little over a year. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Oh, I always thought it was like two, three months. No. <laughs> okay. So what about you? What's your first oh, or your my, favorite? Oh, my favorite gift I've ever received. Oh, I had an ex that got me Janet Jackson tickets and a whole experience <sighs> in Vegas. It was like, I'm planning this for you. It's a weekend. We're doing the hotel. We're going to go see. And he wasn't even a Janet fan. I know. Red flag. Red flag. Well, yes. But thoughtful. And so he planned everything out. The trip, we rented like an SUV. Um, So we would be riding. And so we did the drive. It's four hours. And then- Did you know ahead of the trip? Or did you know on the trip? Like once you got there, he was like, hey, here's the- It was uh, for my, I think it was, oh, it was for Christmas. So he gave me that gift in December and her- concert was in, I think January. It was like for the new year. Okay. And so we were like something to look forward to, but I just remember being so obsessed with this person and just loving that super thoughtful, very generous gift. I was like, that is going down in the books is like a really thoughtful one. And then also my godfather, shout out to my padrino for getting me my little Sally Secrets doll that I was upset. I remember it singed into my memory because my dad, that homophobic monster. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I, I told this story before on the show, but um, God, I love my dad. My, by the way, shout out to my dad because we're homies and we talk every day and he's a beautiful, kind man. But when I was a kid, he was a little concerned that I loved dolls or wanted a doll. And I think it was more so he was like, oh, I not that he was concerned that I wanted a doll. It was more, he was wanting to protect me because of what people would say because yeah. I had a doll. I think- Homophobe. 
I just learned now where my dad's coming from. And it was a form of protection for me. Yeah. And so I was sad because I really wanted one. And then my godfather, he knew I wanted a Sally Secrets doll. That's my secret. And, you know, I want a Sally Secrets doll. She has stamps in her shoes. That's not the only secret, daddy. Surprise. Oh. Yeah, your son's gay. <laughs> Merry Christmas. You got a gay ass son. And so anyway, um, I really wanted this doll. My godfather went and got it for me and then brought it in and gave it in front of everybody. Here's your doll, mijo. That memory, it's like seared forever. Oh. I was, I've never felt happier. And I took that doll out and I had, and I dressed just like her. So cute. Cause and I had, how like, did your dad react? He was okay with it. He was fine with it. I think he was just, again, nervous for what people would think, people would say. He was a little embarrassed, I'm sure. I don't know. He never, we never talked about it. Like, I never said, like, were you feeling shame for me, <laughs> dad, 25 years ago? No, we never had the convo. But I just remember I was all about the excitement for me and my doll. And that doll was like so cool for me to have it. And so, and it made me after that, then I was like rocking Hello Kitty bags. I was- It opened the floodgates. Yes. Cause I'm like, I want the Princess Jasmine doll too. Cause I want to marry Aladdin. Okay. And so, <laughs> yeah, it did open the floodgates. So anyway, long winded, but that is one of those like <gasps> special, kind of like when you got your first black Barbie- that was a big one for you. Got Jade, the the Barbie, or no? What was her name? Teresa. Teresa. Yeah. The workout, or I don't know if that was your first. No, that was the mixed Barbie. Yes, the Barbie Teresa. that looked like you, Teresa, yes. and she had like a neon outfit that you literally have in your closet today. <laughs> you dress just like Teresa Barbie. I probably do. Wacky as hell. <laughs> I love that Barbie, and so that was probably special when you first got that. Your yeah. mom has all. I need your mom to give up them Barbies. I know. That is our retirement, Lexi. Because <laughs> you have, they're in like the original boxes. No, not anymore. Oh, well, that actually, lowers the value a lot. So, I know. Some of them are, some of them aren't because they were kept in my great grandma's basement and it flooded. So they had to take out oh. some of the Barbies. But we have like every Barbie known to man. That's amazing. Holiday Barbie. I'm sure they're still worth money. I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of collectors out there, especially after that Barbie movie. People are even more intense about Barbies now. What is the worst gift you've ever received? No gift at all. Those oh, <laughs> yeah, that is the worst gift. I know it feels weird to say our worst gift. That's a weird question because you automatically just sound ungrateful for yeah. any gift. But I have had some bad gifts. Like what? Well, for me, I know people want to be thoughtful. And so I'm not shitting on these gifts. I just, it's not the worst gift. It's just something I don't like is when people get me clothes. Same. Oh, really? I yeah, I don't hate love that. When people give me clothes. Yeah, I'd rather you not. It that's really hard. Unless it's like underwear. Getting you a triple X and you're like, how yeah. dare you? Yeah. <laughs> Are you calling me a whale? Are you giving me some signs that I'm not picking up? <laughs> I remember my aunt, I was like a teenager and she got me some husky cut jeans. <laughs> husky cut jeans. Yeah, they used to call them husky cut for boys. Like, yeah, insecure.com. Yeah, Sucks. or it's just not your style or your size or yeah. from a store you would never shop And in. it's a very personal thing too. Yes. And yeah. now how funny because I buy clothes for everybody. But I also, that's like a thing for me, but I it's my career. So it's like, I don't know, maybe because I'm a fashion stylist, it hits different. Yeah. 
or maybe the people I'm buying clothes for are like, oh God, <laughs> I hate when my nephew buys me this shit. It's the worst taste. It is one of the gifts that I automatically, if someone asks me what I want, no clothes. Number one yeah. on my list. Yeah. And if you are wanting to buy something, I'd say go for accessories, scarves, beanies. Like, so you don't have to worry if it actually fits or it's their size yes. or if it's their color, or their silhouette. There's so many variables when shopping for someone. Yeah. It's very personal. Like yeah. you said. Gift card. Just gift card it. And then do Make a shopping day with the person. Everyone. Yeah. Oh, I do have one more thoughtful gift though. I've done this many times. I'm doing it this year too for my parents. Um, but I make gift certificates for them. I've talked about this before, but I'll do like a gift card for my dad, like a homemade gift certificate to dad and I'll do like low life breakfast. And That's so cute. my dad likes an early bird special, 8 a.m. OC. And so my ass will drive and meet him. But taking the time to do that, you know, or giving my mom a facial because I know how to do good facials. And so- She's getting a gift card, $500 value for one facial. Oh, you're really upselling yourself. Yeah. <laughs> $500 an hour, Queen. <laughs> this is a $1,000 value gift. Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Dad, this breakfast with my time, my bill, I'm $350 an hour. Drive time's an hour. So you're getting there a very, you go. yeah, almost $1,000 for you too, just for breakfast. <laughs> Imagine what a dick. Yeah. Your dick son. Oh, that's another thing. I don't love when people feel like they have to match your price. The price is right. <laughs> yeah. If you get someone a gift and what well, that's, we all feel like that at some point. Lexi, I find out from Jacob, oh, Lexi spent $500 on you. Oh yeah. I don't I, like that either. But see, I would, I would be like, oh my God. But like, I don't have that to spend, yes, like, you know? Yeah. So I'd be like, oh no, like I'd rather not know. But then if I got the $500 gift from you and I give you a, some Rice Krispie treats, <laughs> some stale Rice Krispie treats, I would but, feel shitty. You got me a $500. But I would still love it. I would still love it. I would feel I don't, so poor because if and it was sad. A, If you gave me something that was $2, but I really wanted it, that would mean more to me than buying me a $500 gift that I didn't want. Okay. Like you don't always have to match stuff. I think it's Price the meaning behind. Yeah, I think it's the meaning do behind. Do you really it. believe that though? I do. If I gave you Lexi a $500 gift of something you actually really wanted and Shh. you gave me a mug filled with Hershey Kisses. But if that's what you really wanted. I didn't want that. Okay. Then no. But I Would you feel hard. bad though? Or would you just be like accept the gift and be so grateful and be like thank you and feel fine. But I feel like we're good enough friends that we would know. That's true. I know. I wouldn't you know? think. I, yeah. That's in our situation. And hopefully with most people, you would not feel uncomfortable about that. Cause I wouldn't with you, but I would with other people for okay. sure. Someone gives me a $500 gift and I gave them a $5 in and out gift card. <laughs> two Rolos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Two Rolos <laughs> and a $5 Starbucks gift card. Here's a cup of coffee on me. I guess I'd feel a little bad about it. I hate that. Yeah, I but shouldn't. also there are people, like I'm friends with people that are way more well-off than I am yeah. or that love, like I love to give gifts, but I don't like to receive them. So I would love to give people $100 gift Mother cards or Teresa. whatever, but like, I don't necessarily want you to give that oh, back see, I to love me. receiving gifts too. I do. You selfish <laughs> <I know>. bastard. <laughs> no, I, I do love giving them, but I love getting gifts too. I love a thoughtful gift though. You give me my favorite, like my favorite salsa or like 
But to like me, that. that matters more than the price point. Yeah, thoughtful always wins. Moral of the story, even if you have $500 or $5 to spend or five cents, <laughs> if you're thoughtful, that will always win. Yeah. A homemade card, a little gift certificate from scratch for like a fun game night, you know, for your partner. I used to do this for my boyfriend for years. I'd give him gift certificates for blowjobs. I'm going to eat your ass out. Like whatever. <laughs> like make all these fun little quality time. We love that shit. You know, like yeah. little, like I'm going to eat your ass gift card. Here you go. Little certificate for that. Did it have a little Hershey kiss on it? Sick. <laughs> yeah. And so, or whatever, like little like sexy yeah. gift certificates or quality That's time a good one. Idea. Yeah. You can make them for Jacob this year. Gift certificates. <laughs> You and Jacob spoil each other for the holidays, though. You guys go all out, which is very sweet. We both are gift givers. I know. Yeah. I so love it's that hard. Though. How do you feel about white elephant? I love white elephant in big gatherings, not particularly in small gatherings. But like if it's- What um, constitutes a big gathering for you? How many? More than if five? If it's like, yes. 10? It has to be At least 10, 10 plus. For, for it to be a big gathering. Yeah. For a white elephant to work. Like, I would never do it with my family that has five people in it. But I would do it with, like, my in-laws that we have, like, 15 of us. Okay. So that's good for a big group of people. Yes. White elephant. That's the one where everybody brings a gift. And then for some people don't know what white elephant is, I'm sure. Okay. So from what I understand, everyone plays it just a tad bit different. But everyone brings a gift. There could be a price limit. There could be – it could be a gag gift. Whatever. Oh, yeah. There's always a rule. Like you can't spend more than 20 bucks. Yes. 20 and under is safe. Or it has or to it be- Or it has to be something funny. Or, or, yeah, or a themed gift, something for vacations, yes. whatever. You all put the gifts in the middle and then you pick a gift and then the next person picks a gift from the pile and they can either steal your gift or I think P- they can keep one. it. And then it keeps going. Oh, right. And you could only steal a gift a certain amount of times. Like once you've stolen someone else's gift, it gets passed around like two times. And by the third time, it's done. Yeah. That Everyone frozen. has their own rules. But yeah. needless to say, you just buy a gift for anybody. You don't know what you're going to get when you pick out of that pile. Yeah. Like a gender neutral, something that yes. anyone would want. Or it could be specific and then someone could try and steal it. Like, like I've gotten like a giant pair of underwear oh. for my white elephant gift or it'll be like a $25 Amazon gift card. Got it. It can range so much, See, but it's fun. We try that in our family. When one year we were like, let's not do gifts for each other. Let's just all pitch in for white elephant. So essentially as a family, it made sense because there were so many of us at the time. Mm-hmm. And so just having to each family just know to bring one gift. So, it, and I think we did 50 and under. So no more than 50 bucks or 40 bucks, something like that. And so that was the rule. We were excited to play it, but then there were a couple assholes in the family <laughs> that decided to be ballers, you know, and drop about a hundred bucks on a gift. And then another one was like super fancy. And then some people brought like really shitty gifts. like A cheese knife. <laughs> yeah, a, a freaking cheese knife with like someone else's initials engraved in it, you know, random initials. And so, which kind of makes the game fun, but also because some people ended up getting really fancy gifts. Like those are the ones that ended up getting, like people were fighting for. It got a little tense. Whoa. I have a story for you. I About went, White Elephant? Yes. I went on vacation with this family and they decided that they were going to do White Elephant for Christmas. There okay. was like probably 12 of them. 
well, everyone's passing around their gifts, they're picking, and no one really realized that the mom and dad, the mom had bought the gift for the mom and the dad, but it was the same gift. It was like two pajamas that were exactly the same. So two different people got the same pajamas, which kind of wasn't fair. It was cheating the game because they got better presents and then two people got a pair of pajamas that were exactly the same. It should have been a set. Okay, well. But something so simple like that, brawl. Instant arguments. There was a brother that walked out yelling, this is so, so much bullshit. Ah!" I mean, it ruined. Was this a Caucasian, a white dude? You know what? I'm not even going to say. Because <laughs> you know, because in my head, I'm like, if he's yelling at the table, it has to be a white boy. Because I would get a chocolate to the head. My mom would slap me. But a white dude. Be like, oh, my love. Fuck you, mom. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bitch. I will say I it ruined Christmas for everyone. Face. I'm sure every culture could be disrespectful, but. Right. Them Caucasian kings love to throw it down with their Whoa. mama. <laughs> they do. It's a th- there's like memes about it. I know. Oh. I mean, people weren't talking for like days. No. Oh, wow. Yes. Oh, yeah. see, there they must have been some really... underlying issues that were happening in of that course, family. It was, because it was a family drama. Something but still, it made everyone feel uncomfortable over Ooh. pajamas. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, white elephant's tough. I mean, we ended up enjoying it in our family, but again, like the the fancy gifts went the quickest. And then there were younger people in our family. And I think they actually were like, well, I didn't get the fancy gift. Like they wanted Aww. the nice one, but they were too young to understand. So yeah, but it can still be fun. Yeah. White elephant's always great. It's a good one. I'm it's trying a to toss think. Up. It's a toss up. I do love games though. Any game for game. the holidays- like there's there's somebody you could play if, even if you only have like two or three people get a good game of Yahtzee going. Ah, mm. get that's what we do. Monopoly ruin Christmas for everyone. Oh, <laughs> see, I didn't realize I've been playing Monopoly for years, loving it, and I always was pretty damn good at it. And then, <laughs> and I got older. We were playing a game of Monopoly, and I was like, I'll be banker because I'm always banker. Like, I've never played when I'm not banker. Uh-oh. And so when I'm not banker, I was like, oh. And then I realized, like, I always just gave myself boardwalk. Like, that's my favorite property. <laughs> so you were cheating the entire I've time. I only played Monopoly when I'm monopolizing the game and cheating my so way So you're the it. man. Yes. yes. You're Jeff Bezos. I'm Jeff Bezos of Monopoly. <laughs> yes. And so, like, I... You know, if it's like a hundred dollars pass go or whatever, I'd do like 300, 400 bucks, you know, <laughs> I'm the banker, you know? And so like, and I'd hook up, you know, people on the table, like we were, you know. What? Yeah. And so. I'm having war flashbacks through my <laughs> eyeballs right now. And you're talking, it's all because of people like you. you. <laughs> no. So I'm like, and it wasn't until I played with people that actually play the game correctly and don't cheat their way through life. That they're like, you don't just get boardwalk because you called it and you <laughs> put your- Was there a game flip? A board <laughs> yeah. flip? I was like, this game sucks. <laughs> You're a bitch. And so, <laughs> yeah, I just didn't like it after that. And so I wouldn't recommend Monopoly because it could get a bit controversial with family members, tense. But Yahtzee's good. That's yeah. a game of luck. 
Keep it to games of luck and chance if your family's a little tense and toxic at times. I love Quiplash. If you have an oh, Apple Quiplash TV or a laptop, oh, it yeah, is yeah, yeah. great. And it's child safe because you can make your own responses. So it's like a Cards Against Humanity, but mm-hmm. you can kind of regulate the content. I forgot about Quiplash. That's such a fun game. Mm-hmm. You like download it, right? D- yes. Download the app. You pay like two bucks or something like that. Yeah. That's a great one. On the TV. Everybody gets on their phone. Yeah. So people love- They're already on their phone. They're, those young it's kids, the they're already on their <laughs> phone trying to escape. So just bring out Quiplash. I do love holiday treats though. I okay. love a good holiday treat, like the special candies. Do you remember those cookies that are in this little blue tin and with these cookies- You mean that never, the sewing kit tin? The sewing kit tin, yeah. I lo- you those actually cookies, eat those? Those little butter cookies with the crystallized sugar- Oh, so good. You don't love those? I don't think I've They're ever like had Dutch them. Cookies. I thought it was They're a myth. They're shortbread cookies. I thought it was a myth. Yeah, most of the time you see those tins, it's just a sewing kit. <laughs> you know what? I'm such a grandmother. I have the most disgusting taste in candy. You should love those cookies. and Those are grandma cookies. What's well, a cookie? I'm more a candy girl. A I Werther's loved- original? Okay, let's not go that far. Yeah. <laughs> I love those like little mints with the Christmas tree on it. They were like a nougat peppermint. Don't you turn your nose up at me. Mm-mm. Okay. That doesn't sound good to me. But do you remember those chocolate oranges? No. I recently had a, an experience with them. I don't remember. Chocolate oranges. <sighs> okay. So I feel like they're only around during the holidays. I've only seen them and I haven't seen them in so long. Like me and my grandma used to have them every Christmas. Great stocking stuffer. It's like a it looks like an orange, but it's just chocolate and it has little slices and you can eat each slice. Is there like orange goo it's, inside? No, it's not goo. It just, it's inside a the chocolate, orange, the chocolate. It's orange? orange flavored chocolate. Oh, is it wrapped in? Foil. Orange foil. And it comes in a cute little box. Yes. You know what? I've seen them. I but, bought one for you. Oh, okay. You can try it <laughs> since it was my favorite. And Lexi, I have a little after story what I you. saw on your Instagram- <laughs> I'd rather not. You're going to, I'm going to throw it at you if you don't try it. Have your poison. Oh, it's cute. Okay. See? Little ASMR. You guys hear the foil, but I've never had one of these. I always saw them. The idea of orange and chocolate sounded nasty to me. So. Okay. I want you to taste it. Never Because it is so nostalgic for me. Oh, they're cute. They're little chocolate yes. orange slices. Here we and go. And they come in different flavors. Oh, it's good. Don't lie. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. As you're choking and gagging. This is a waxy chocolate. I love a waxy chocolate though. I do. Okay. Oh, it's super citrusy. I like it. I don't. As he chucks it over <laughs> his shoulder. It reminds me of DEET. Like, mos- DEET. Like mosquito. Bug spray. <laughs> like, it tastes like there's DEET on this. <laughs> is there some fucking spray? Oh. Tastes like straight up bug spray. <laughs> like, or Sentinella. It tastes like a Sentinella candle wax. <laughs> okay, okay. You know what's okay. so funny though? You don't love chocolate. I know you're no. not a chocolate person, Mm-mm. which makes sense <laughs> when you try that because it is definitely not a chocolate forward no. bite. Mm-mm. It is orange Sentinella coming through dipped in deep. I love me a good edible moment. I talk about it all the time on this show. And so I was so excited that Via became a sponsor of the Low Life Podcast. Oh, this is a dream partnership because I love their edibles. They're so delicious. 
and they're coming on right in time for Valentine's Day. Vaya has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, libido-strengthening herbs, and a low dose of THC all into one mind-blowing gummy called High Love. We're talking about pairing aphrodisiac herbs with a mild amount of THC. Their best-selling High Love gummy will awaken your senses, increases the blood flow, and intensifies any sexual experience, even if it's a solo experience. It's going to be amazing with this gummy. The strawberry flavored one is my favorite. They're vegan. Organic ingredients are used. They have zero THC products as well. So if you're not down for THC, that's okay, boo. Their CBD line is amazing too, which is really great for sleep, focus, and energy. Their products range from 2 milligrams to 50 milligrams of THC, so there's definitely something for everybody. My favorite part about this sponsor is that they ship to all 50 states legally with discreet packaging directly to your door. It makes it so easy breezy for you. No medical card required. Let the gummies work their magic. Head to viahemp.com and use the code LOWLIFE to receive 15% off plus one free sample of their Sleepy Dreams gummies. 21 and over. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com and use code LOWLIFE at checkout. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from Via Hemp. Is your New Year's resolution to find time-saving solutions so you can spend less time doing things like grocery shopping and more time with your little one? As a busy parent, I'm always looking for products and brands that will make my life easier. What is one change that's easy to make that will make your life easier in 2024? Little Spoon. Little Spoon delivers fresh, healthy meals and snacks that your kiddo will love for every eating stage. Little Spoon is a one-stop shop for healthy, easy mealtime and snack time for your baby, toddler, and big kid delivered right to your door. Their goal is to make keeping your kid healthy feel like the easiest part of your day so that you can cut through all the drama of mealtime. Time-saving and convenient without compromise. Little Spoon delivers baby blends, biteables, plates, smoothies, snacks, and lunchers. Kids love it, and you will too. It's all so fresh, so delicious, and made with the cleanest, high-quality ingredients. Did I mention it all comes right to my door? So flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. I pick the menu and change it up what I order every time. The price is right. The quality is unmatched. I love it. My kids love it. The grandparents love it. And I know all you lowlifers will love it too. A huge win-win-win for my family, and it can also be for yours. Simplify your kiddo's mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash lowlife and enter our code lowlife at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. Is there like certain foods that you only eat during yes. Christmas time? I love holiday exclusive meals. Absolute tamales only for Christmas. There's so okay. much work. It's a lot of effort, time, money, and it's just like a very holiday thing to give. So tamales for sure. All of like the the spice cakes and German chocolate cake and my mom makes bunuelos and yeah, there's so many holiday specific foods. That's why for the holidays I typically gain about like 50 to 100 pounds. <laughs> 50 to 100 pounds by the time the season's over. I am Gwyneth Paltrow, shallow how. Yes. And so I know I'm going to enjoy the holidays neat. But yeah, you have chitlins. What else is a holiday exclusive that you're used to? I wouldn't say food per se, but every Christmas, if I get to spend it with my mom and my sister, it is a movie day. Like we don't celebrate Christmas Eve 
We celebrate Christmas Day. It's like pull the curtains, turn on Christmas Day bed rotting? Yes. (laughs) As a family, we rot together. (laughs) Yes. Yes. All the food and just sit there on the couch and laugh and make fun of each other and watch movies. What kind of food do you guys get? Like Chinese food? No, we cook everything. Like, you know, chicken, macaroni and cheese, greens. Oh, nice. All that stuff. But we just sit there and we nitpick all day long. Oh, that sounds like an amazing day. Yeah. I usually do Chinese food with my family. We have Chinese food on Christmas day. That's the thing. Is there a favorite Chinese place you like to go to? Absolutely. I'm not even going to drop that <laughs> secret spot because I know okay. it's it's already packed. You know what? I will because <gasps> no, I mean like I will drop my secret <laughs> Chinese place because- okay. I don't really have a lot of traditions because every single one of my Christmases and Christmas Eves have been so different. Every year it's a different experience. And I know why. Because you come- Broken home. From a broken home. (laughs) Lexi loves to throw that out for anything. (laughs) Oh, Lexi, you've never been there? No, I come from a broken (laughs) home. I'm like, well, you can still go even though it's broken, you know? No, but, you know, trying to please everyone, sometimes you just can't. And so sometimes Jacob and I have to spend the holidays alone. So this year I have to do jury duty for Christmas. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. So we have to stay here. So we now have a tradition where we go to Benihana, like the office. Yes. Benihana Christmas. Ooh, I love the fried rice. Yes. And then after that, actually, I don't know if anyone else knows, but Dave and Buster's opens up on Christmas Day for half the day. So we do Benihana Christmas and then after Dave and Buster's. Oh, that sounds like so much fun. Yeah. There's probably nobody at Dave and Buster's. It is so crowded. Oh, it is? Yes. Surprisingly, because I think everyone, you know, they do all their activities in the morning and then they're like, oh, I'm bored. What's a place that's open? Yeah. Dave and Buster's. That's my own little holiday secret. I love a holiday secret. Um, I love taking an edible. That's my secret. <laughs> Are you the one that paints the shed with your cousins? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I'm taking those edibles. I mean, I'm drugging my family. I'm putting little edible <laughs> drops in the margarita machine. Yes. Everybody's feeling really good. I would actually Eve. love to do that. Just like get a weed cake or something. Yeah. And drop it off. I've done that at the for family my family. Dinner. You did? Yes. Oh, it was the best. Drugged my entire family (laughs) for the holidays. And I got these weed drops. And it was like three or four drops was, I don't know, however many milligrams. And we had this margarita machine. And so I put a few drops in there. I put a lot. Okay. Enough. In the margaritas? Yes. And so people have margaritas. It was the best time. Okay. A couple people said like they felt like the room was spinning. But you know what? (laughs) Everyone else. Lawsuit. Yeah. I'll never do that again, but everybody had a really good time. And so edibles are always great. That's a fun family little secret if you want to drug everybody for the holidays. If you want to have a really fun Christmas, there you go. I just like to be a sloth on Christmas. You know what I love though? Can we end it on our favorite holiday treat and our favorite Christmas song? That's what I would love to end this podcast on a really high note. Like if you could have one treat for Christmas, like what's your number one? Like that's my go-to seasonal treat. And then your favorite Christmas song. And I know you don't love Christmas music, you Grinch. I do not. You hate it, it haunts my life. But everyone has at least one Christmas song. Even if you hate Christmas music, there's at least one song that you're like, I can I can get behind this one. I'm down for this banger. I am an old school in sinker. <gasps> 
Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Justin with the noodle hair. I know he's canceled, but I love that song. Top ramen hair, Justin Timberlake. Oh yeah. Love it. Mm -hmm. What a great song. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays in sync. Or Beyonce, Destiny's Child. I know you hate that eight days of Christmas. Oh, I hate that song. (laughs) But it's so good. The fourth day of Christmas, my baby gave to me a candle I hate it. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It's like spoken word. That's why it doesn't, it's like a spoken word song. It's weird. Okay. So what about you? Oh my God. I love, NSYNC is definitely on my list. Okay. I love that song. It's like a, such a good feel good one. Oh, I love having a good cry and playing that song about the, the little boy who buys shoes for his dead mom. Oh, can guts me every what? time. There is this song. It is so depressing. I ball my eyes out. I buy my mom little shoes. <laughs> like just like the little boy does in the song. <laughs> and cry my eyes out when I'm at the store. I remember one year my mom actually was sick. Kind of like this year. Hopefully she'll be better. But like it was a little too soon because the queen yeah. like wasn't feeling that great. And this song, which is heartbreaking. Sure, I wanna buy these shoes. For my mama, please. It's Christmas Eve and these shoes are just her size. Could you hurry, sir? Daddy says there's not much time. You see, she's been sick for quite a while. And I know these shoes will make her smile. And I want her to look beautiful. When mama sees Jesus tonight. When mama sees Jesus tonight. <gasps> is the chorus. <laughs> when mama sees Jesus tonight. Mama's and I bet you were singing every word bawling. straight to the queen. Yes. When you see <laughs> Jesus tonight. Yes, I'm doing that right over my mom. Yeah. Instagram live. Here we go. We're in the hospital. <laughs> No, that song, heartbreaking. I bawl my eyes out every time I hear it. I shouldn't say that's one of my favorite songs, but that one always gets me going. You've never heard that? No. There's so many Christmas songs, though, that go under the radar that I wish they were more well-known. True. I do love the Katy Perry Cozy Christmas song. It's catchy as hell. And the music video is so effing cute. Because I love Rankin Bass. It's like one of my favorite things. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Who? Rankin Bass? Rankin Bass were the creators of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Claymation. I'm obsessed. Oh, okay. So like Santa Claus is Coming to Town, like all those Claymation movies, I, I love them. Love those movies. I, my dream is to do a Christmas that's all in that style. Because okay. like it's a really specific look. Those yeah. Claymation, I love it. Anyway. Oh, Katy Perry's music video was done just like the Rankin-Bass claymation. So it was mm. cute. Kind of like Elf. They based everything off Rankin-Bass, the movie with Will okay. Ferrell. Yeah. Um, it was all based off of those cartoons. They cute. mimicked. And they actually, that style was so specific. It's Japanese animators, but it was so specific for like the 1970s. I watched a whole documentary about it. I'm all passionate about yeah, shit like, that doesn't matter. Let me get on my podium. <laughs> Like you Feel don't like give I need a to be on PBS. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a really cool documentary about that, the way they created them. And it's like, it took like eight hours for like one little movement of Rudolph's nose or something. And you're like, wow, 
A lot went into that. So Katy Perry referenced it. And this is the song. I'll play it right here. Cozy little Christmas here with you. It's cute, isn't it? <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's a cute song. I know. I love me some Katy Perry. And so, oh, and I also love the song um, Driving Home for Christmas. <gasps> That's actually, I'd say, my number one song. Driving Home, you've heard this one. Why do I love that song? <laughs> I love that song. Is it? Are you 94? I am. Around the whole, oh, 96. I've never heard that song in my life. Love Driving Home for Christmas. Chris Rhea. Is that the artist? Yeah. Chris Rhea, Driving Home for Christmas. Check okay. it out. Okay. Banger for the holidays. Oh, my favorite Christmas treat. Oh my God. Number one for me. It is a controversial but brave statement. Lexi. I will suck down a gallon of eggnog this month. I love eggnog. You should have I love never it. revealed that to I, anybody. I, is it bad? People love eggnog. Come on, they're selling it in stores. Clearly, people are loving it. I'm drinking it up. Oh, eggnog, a little spiced eggnog. The <laughs> thicker, the better. <laughs> what is wrong with you? You're so psychopath. Is eggnog nasty? Lock you, I need a, they need to lock you up. I love it. I love a nice thick cum like <gasps> egg. <laughs> it's ta- put a little brandy to cut the thickness. You get a nice delicious cocktail. I'll t- I like it eggnog? cold. Eggnog? What chilled. does it taste like? You've never had it? No. Oh, you cannot. I smelled it. It was enough. Mm, you cannot hate on eggnog if you've never tried it. I cannot wait. I, I think I have some in my fridge. I'm going to have you keep it away from me. You have to try eggnog on this podcast. We're going to record you trying it because you're going to love it. I won't. I won't. It's kind of like a, it's like a um, milky, spicy, like it kind of has like a gingerbready taste to it. I don't know. It's hard to describe. It's really good though. And it's like, it tastes like horchata. No. Well, cause there's like a cinnamony taste. I add cinnamon to mine. So there's like, yeah, a little horchata. Sure. A white man's horchata. Peppermint ice cream. No. Okay, then we'll trade. No. You have to eat peppermint ice cream and I will eat your eggnog. Drink cum it. Nog. Yeah. <laughs> cum nog. Santa's cum nog. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so good. I'm so curious. <laughs> Fellow eggnog drinkers, reveal yourselves now. <laughs> I know you're out there listening to this right now. You're listening to this and your freaking mouth is watering, wanting some eggnog. Wait, do you make it? Or do you buy it from the store? I buy it from the store, but you could okay. make, I buy it from the store and I doctor it up at home. Add a little cinnamon, a little allspice, put it in like a pretty punch bowl, throw some cloves in there. Yum. Like a spiced eggnog. Oh, brandy. Add some brandy to it too, to cut it down or some crown royal. Yum. I can get hammered on eggnog. There's a gingerbread eggnog from Trader Joe's. It's seasonal. Oh my God. I love like milky drinks. Anyway, that's mine. What's yours? <laughs> Peppermint. Peppermint. Peppermint ice cream. Yes. I've never With had- the actual candies in it, though. Oh, okay. It's like candy canes in there. Yes. I love mint love and it. chips. I'll probably be down. Love it. Peppermint. Good. Okay. Perfect little treats for the holidays. Yeah. 
I hope you guys have a Merry Christmas. Have a beautiful Christmas. It's the final countdown until baby Jesus is born. <laughs> <laughs> baby so Jesus Mary is born in a manger. Out. <laughs> Bye, Mary. It's all about Jesus now. Oh, and on that note, thank you Merry for being Christmas. here. Christmas. Thank you for being here, Lexi. Feliz happy, Navidad. Happy Hanukkah. Kwanzaa for you. Happy Kwanzaa. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's very special holiday edition episode of the Low Life Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I am so f***ing grateful to have you as a listener. Thank you for being here, tuning in every single week, sharing this podcast with your friends, your family, your loved ones. It means everything to me. This podcast has changed my life. This podcast has given me so much perspective. It's challenged me to be vulnerable. It's been a light when I'm in the darkness. It's everything to me. And I just want to say thank you because this podcast would be Literally nothing without you, the listener. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being here for me, supporting the show, sharing it with the people that you love, your friends, your family, and loved ones, and keeping this little shit show afloat and building this community. I do not take you for granted. I love hearing from you. My listeners are everything to me. And so you taking the time to be here, I know there's a million podcasts out there. Oh, there's so many options. So the fact that you choose to be here at the Low Life Podcast, I don't take it lightly and I don't want to waste your time. And I want to make sure I appreciate you. And so I love hearing feedback from you. I love hearing your voice. I love getting to know you. Thank you for giving me feedback on the show, whether it be constructive criticism or positive reinforcement. I love hearing it all because you're my North Star. I decide on what the hell I'm going to do on this show based on how you guys are feeling, what you want to hear, what topics you want me to explore. I love getting feedback from you. And so again, taking the time to leave that review on Apple Podcasts. Oh, it's a small gesture, but it is such a game changer in the grand scheme of things. When it comes to a podcast, oh, it makes a world of difference. The more reviews you have, the better. And so thank you for taking the time to actually write a review, leave some comments, some things that you love about this podcast. If there's something you learned, if there's a takeaway, something that inspired you, a guest that you really want to have on the show or someone that you want to have back on this podcast, let me know. I want to hear from you. Drop it in the review section of Apple Podcasts, and you might just be winning a little something special from the Low Life Gifting Suite. The Low Life Gifting Suite is open this holiday season, and we have some amazing gifts from our sponsors. We've got gift cards, beauty products, shit you didn't know you need on Amazon, gas cards, Target gift cards. So if you want a chance to win a little something, something, all you have to do is leave a review on Apple Podcasts, screenshot it, and then slide into my DMs, either the Low Life Podcast Instagram page, which is popping off funny memes, love the page. And also Style LVR is my personal page. And so you can send the screenshot to either one of those. I'd say the Low Life Podcast is a safer bet because there's not as many DMs that are coming to that account. And so it's a bit easier for me and my producer to go through and read all of them. And so thank you for doing that. I have listeners who will leave a review every single week. And these reviews could be anything you want them to be. Throw a little dick emoji my way, a salsa dancer, a whale, a tamale or two, or you could actually write something, but all of it is so appreciated. So I want to shout out some listeners who took the time to leave that review on Apple Podcasts. First one up is coming in hot from at Courtney Mulligan 7. Courtney.Mulligan7 writes, this is the best podcast out there with a flame emoji, five stars, low, always makes me laugh and has the kindest soul. I love every aspect of this podcast and have been listening since the beginning. Hope the Low Life does a podcast tour sometime. Sending love from Austin, Texas. Oh, I love my Austin, Texas queens. She gave me a little chili pepper, a salsa dancer, and a yellow heart because it is a yellow Christmas this year. Courtney Mulligan, thank you for that, queen. I would fucking love to do a podcast tour. Oh my God, I'm manifesting, putting it out there for the new year. I definitely would love to do a podcast tour. That would be so freaking fun. 
Thank you for being one of my OG low lifers. You've been here since the get, since the beginning when my ass was in the closet, my gay ass back in the closet with a microphone, just talking with myself <laughs> about my octopus teacher. <laughs> that was like one of the first episodes. So you've been here since the beginning. I appreciate you and I love you, Courtney. Thank you for tuning into this podcast every week. Next review is coming in hot from at Arnie001. Arnie001 writes, how can you not love this podcast? Five stars. I impatiently look forward to every Thursday just so I can see what you're going to talk about for the week, and I'm always left wanting more. I love how authentic and real this podcast is. You are true to who you are, and that's hard to find. Keep doing you, boo. She gave me a heart, and she also dropped a little dick emoji on there. Thank you for that, Arnie001. When it comes to this show, I am always going to keep it 100 with you. I'm going to be fully transparent, very vulnerable. It's crazy because I recently was traveling. I was in Nashville and at the airport, there was a listener who came up to me and she's so cute. Shout out to Samantha in Boulder, Colorado. Love that you came up to me at the airport. If you ever recognize me out in these streets, if you see me, please come up to me. I love getting to meet you. I don't care if I look like shit or I'm in a hurry to catch a flight. doesn't matter. I'm going to give you a big old hug. Yes, I'm a hugger. I'm Latino. We love to hug. And I love to actually get FaceTime with people and see you in person. And so, and so this listener came up, introduced herself to me. And it's so crazy because I realized with this podcast, when this girl came up to me, who I don't know, I've never met her before, but I felt an instant connection with her. And when she came up to me, she's like, hey, Lo, I know last week you were having a tough one with your mental health. How are you doing this week? And I love that because I realized with this podcast that you know me better than a lot of my friends and family even know me. The shit I talk about in the show, oh, I'm completely transparent. I'm talking about my highs, my ups, my downs, my moments of depression, my sex life. Did a whole episode on anal bleaching. <laughs> like That's shit I'm not talking about with a lot of my family members or any of them for that matter. You know what my mental health score is. You know what's happening. My hopes, my dreams, my fears, my insecurities. I talk about everything on this show and I promise to always be vulnerable. And it's scary for me to be so vulnerable because I'm a cancer crab. I'm closed off. You know, I hold my cards close to my chest and I've been burnt by so many people and my trust has been compromised and I've had people really do me dirty, continuing to do me dirty. And so it's tough for me to be so open and so vulnerable, but it's freeing. And I always want to be authentic. And I know with all my heart that vulnerability truly leads to connection. And so in meeting this listener, Samantha, at the airport, it felt like seeing an old friend who I've known forever. It's the best feeling. And so Arnie001, thank you for that beautiful review because I promise to always stay vulnerable and authentic and never serve up bullshit sandwiches here. I'm always going to keep it 100 with you, completely transparent. Because I know a lot of people are not doing that when it comes to their podcast or influencers out there, celebrities. And I've been behind the velvet curtain. I've seen too much. I know too much. And I know that it's fake as f a lot of people, most I'd say, are not who you really think they are. The image they're presenting on social media, that the way they come across is not who they really are. They're fake. They're lying. And I've seen so much of that in this industry. Being in it for over a decade has exposed me to a real dark side of the entertainment industry in the world of social media influencers and shit like that. It's, it's mind-blowing, actually. And so... I made a commitment, a promise to myself that I'm never going to be fake. I'm always going to keep it real. Authenticity will always win. Vulnerability is what leads to connection. I'm just going to keep doing me, looking forward, not looking left or right, and pouring my heart, love, energy, pouring my soul into this podcast. And it's not necessarily for everybody. Some people aren't going to agree with me. Some people aren't going to like the shit I'm saying. That's okay. But that's what I love. Because not everybody's going to agree with you. You know, I'm not going to win everybody over. You know what I mean? Like, that's part of life. 
but I'm always going to stay true to who I am. And I'm going to respect other people's opinions and thoughts and differentiating views. And I refuse to put people down because they disagree with me or think differently than I do. I think that's part of the reason why this podcast has been able to have some longevity and build a community because I'm open-minded, I care about people, and I'm genuinely just curious and want to explore all the curiosities we have in life, from anal bleaching to circumcision to... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to thought leaders and entrepreneurs and and business motivators and health and wellness. like I want to cover it all. And so I'm having a great time doing it. And it's because of you that I'm able to do this show. So thank you. I love you so much. And I hope you have a beautiful Christmas, a great holiday season, whatever you're celebrating. If you're not celebrating, that's fine too. But I hope you have a beautiful weekend ahead. Have yourself a delicious glass of eggnog. Don't knock it till you try it, boo. Pour yourself a glass of wine. Maybe take some edibles. Watch a good documentary. We love a good cult documentary. Watch a fun Christmas movie. The holiday always puts me in the best mood. Enjoy time with your friends and family. But don't forget to drink your water, puta. I know you're thirsty. <laughs> we, we love, love you. you. And we're out. <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys. Over there with you. <laughs>